I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com with Scott Eklund, Chris Fetters. Day one, spring ball 2019 on the shores of Lake Washington. A little bit of rain here and there, but generally overcast day. Not too cold, not too warm. Is actually perfect for football weather. That's Husky football weather out there. Just uh, kind of mild, kind of rain, kind of overcast. Not sun, but uh, definitely coat and hat weather. But uh, good to be back with football. Lots of guys here on the sidelines taking a look at what's going on. Some position changes, some guys that have really bought up and uh, some guys that really, really jump out at you physically. So let's go ahead and start off on the offensive side of the ball. I think the two guys on the offensive side of the ball, Scott, that really jump out just in passing the look test are um, Richard Newton, the running back who redshirted last year with an injury, and then the tight end, Devin Culp. Yeah, and Culp's is a little bit more copious i guess uh I, i'm what do you I'm, mean by copious I, well i mean he's, he gained over 30 pounds during the off season i watched him out there running he doesn't look as fluid as he did before running the ball it are running you know running routes and things like that i'm not saying it's going to kill him and everything like that maybe he just has to get used to it but um i think i mean to me he seems like he's a little heavier than he needs to be richard newton on the other hand cut he looks like – I mean, Chris, you made a per- perfect point that people are going to get him confused with LeVon Coleman right now because they look so similar and they wore number 22. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. And, and I would say, you know, what was really interesting talking to Chris Peterson afterwards, and I, not only – I caught him a little bit before the, the actual press conference, and he said he kind of caught himself going, wait a second, what, oh, the, oh, the 22. Yeah. <laughs> that, 22's not supposed to be playing with us anymore. So he's, he, yeah, so he kind of even caught himself a little off guard. That's how good Richard Newton looked physically. And then the thing with Colt, he Peterson did mention, you know, after practice, just they want they want as big as they can get them, but they don't want them to uh, marginalize any speed. If they do not run at top gear, they will lose. They'll 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 make them lose the weight. They'll make them, you know, lean out, do whatever it takes. So they, they will not sacrifice any speed. So if they think Culp is not 100% running down the line and doing all that stuff, they'll, they'll ease up on that. So we maybe had an example of one of each, one that was able to maintain the speed and one that maybe needs to cut yeah. a little bit. And sometimes this time of year is about testing stuff like that out. Let him get as big as he can get and see what happens and then gives us the off season to trim him down if we need to do that. Well, and Peter also said, too, that, with the number of true freshmen that are now coming in, and that number is going to probably continue to grow, what have you, this, there's this thing because they can't get their hands on them. They, can't, you know, they can give them some stuff, but those guys think they have to get ready for college football. So it's pound, pound, pound the weights, pound the weights. Let's get bigger. Let's get faster. Let's get bigger. Let's... And then they come, they come to the first day of spring ball, and all of a sudden the coaches are like, whoa, wait a second. You're, you're too big, or you're, yeah, you've sacrificed some of your speed. So, yeah, there's some guys out there that probably are going to have to go through a little bit of that. But, you know, Peterson said first and foremost, when you're doing the offseason stuff, speed is paramount. Uh, Kamari Pleasant, he, he put on some weight and he looked pretty good, too. He didn't look mm-hmm. like he, he wasn't noticeably bigger, but uh, you can tell he looks really good, too. Yeah, I, I thought he looked pretty good running the ball. I mean, not a lot to say. I mean, they, they're not in pads, so, you know, can only do so much. But, yeah, it looked like he had a good burst. Either one of you noticed mix and matches in uh, depth on the offensive line? Yeah, the, I, I wrote about it in, in my practice report today. Um, the, the starting offensive line is the four returning starters. The number, I should say the number one group was Trey Adams, left tackle, Luke Wattenberg, left guard, Nick Harris, center, 
and Jackson Kirkland at right guard, and then Jared Hilbers took a vast majority of the snaps at right tackle, although Henry Bainavalu did rotate in a little bit there as well. Um, second unit was Henry Bainavalu at right tackle, um, uh, who was uh, Henry Roberts. Uh, Henry Roberts was at uh, right guard. Um, center, I believe, was Cole Norgard, I think, with the second unit. Uh, MJ Ale, a little bit of a surprise there at left uh, guard. And um, and then at left tackle, was, I believe it was melee, but I'm not 100% on that one. Is it fair to say that they've got five starting offensive linemen and maybe five and a half because, or maybe even six because Henry Bain of Alu can um, go to either point on that right side? Yeah, well, I think you could say seven because Henry Roberts can play tackle, he can play guard. Right. So um, they've got six guys or seven guys who have starting experience with them. Because at the end of the year last year, they really started rotating Henry Bainavalu yeah, in, into the rotation. And, you, you know, you're not used to hearing rotation on offensive line, but that's looked like it was last year. Do you see that continuing, Scott? Yes. Yeah, that's going to be the case, I think. Yeah. Uh, Trey Adams, good to see him out there. The mullet's growing back. It's, uh, it's taken a little while, but I think he's working on getting that back. Kind of weird not to see Caleb McGarry out there, but, uh, you know, uh, also you noticed uh, the backup center who was taking snaps. Well, it was Norgard, was that, but then also a melee, Mateo Melee yeah. was, which is interesting because, you he's know, six, we, six. we expect him to be a factor at left tackle, if not this year, then next year. So it is weird to have a guy at left tackle also doing some reps at center. Corey uh, Luciano was also taking reps at center as well. So um, in talking to Scott Huff, you know, he, he wants to have four or five guys that can legitimately snap. And so they're going to look – they're definitely going to be looking high and low to make sure that they have enough guys in the mix to be able to snap at any one time. And when you talk about passing the look test, boy – uh, Julius Bulow is a large human. He's huge. He is. I mean, he he and he rivals James James Uto. I kept saying Mato. James Uto uh, when he showed up here. Remember how huge he was, and and Julius Bulow is just as big, if not bigger, than he was. Well, and MJ Ale was yeah. six, was six, three sixty two, I think. Last spring. He carries it so well. Whatever he's three forty now, but man, he, he he carries it so well. It is ridiculous. And one thing that the coaches will tell you is, um, once the light comes on for that guy, it's he's going to be a special player, MJ Ale. And when and he he it's starting to come on for him. You can tell he he knows what he's doing now. And for the old timers, Dick Baird uh, said Julius Bulow looked like Aaron Aaron Dalen. For those who remember Aaron mm-hmm. Dalen and how big uh, he was, wide receivers. Um, I didn't notice anything really. Uh, uh, Ty Jones, uh, you know that um, signal that the referees give on pass interference. Mm-hmm. He pushed a guy. He looked like he was signaling pass interference. He just pushed the guy out of the way and snagged the ball out of the air. But other than that, none of the wide receivers really jumped out at me at all. Today. Nothing stood out to me. As far as wide receivers? Yeah, the only news is that Aaron Fuller is going to be limited this spring. He didn't really do anything Mm -hmm. today other than he he fielded some punts. Um, And then Quentin Pounds is out there too, but he didn't do anything either. So don't know what what Quentin's status is going to be either. But, yeah, you look at Ty Jones, Marcus Spiker, Austin Osborne, Terrell Bynum, uh, Chin, 
Uh, none of those guys. I mean, it just was kind of chilly. Yeah, Michelle, yeah it, was, it was just a tough day, you know, because of the elements. It was a little breezy out there. The wind was off or the rain was off and on. It just it just was not conducive to be running a ton of offense. And the defense is always going to have the upper hand first day of spring anyways. One thing I'll say is that Chico McClatcher didn't look to have as much rush as I thought he'd have yeah. um, today. He did drop one pass that, should, I mean, it was right in his you know hands. But uh, the other one, uh, he caught the ball nicely. I thought he found his way into the soft spot on zones. Um you know, I, I thought Chico McClatcher actually had a relatively good day today. I was going to say, you know, now that you mentioned Chico, I, I think he probably stood out to me of, yeah. of any of the guys out there. Well, when it comes to catching the ball, it seemed like the guy who's the favorite target other than Sean McGrew coming out of the backfield. But uh, uh, Kate Otten seemed to be finding uh, room down the middle and seemed to be a favorite target yeah, out there today. Yeah, he did a couple times, yeah. Yeah, Otten was, had a good day, I thought, down the field. I thought Hunter Bryant had a really good day down the field. Mm-hmm. One of these days, Hunter's going to have to explain to me why he always, you know, anyone with those kind of arms, you know, I don't understand. You know, guns out, I get, but he's wearing he's wearing uh, sweatpants, you know. So he's wearing sweatpants, but he's got the guns out. It's he's like, come on, man! Them. If you're going to have the guns out, you can you can wear shorts like everyone else. Oh, I'd wear I'd wear, <laughs> I'd wear long pants, but I'd make sure well, we, to show we, off we my guns. Why, <laughs> we know why. We know why that. You know, we know why that is. Well, but I'm just saying. I, I think it's funny. I think it's funny that he's doing that. But I thought he had a good day. Talked to Jordan Powell a little bit after practice and talked about just what a healthy Hunter Bryant does to that uh, tight ends group, and it's you know it's it's incalculable what he what he, what he brings to it in terms of just a, a threat. Uh, Jacob Hayner took the first reps with the first teams. Uh, big surprise there. No, not really. <laughs> not, not really. Not, not at all. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, it's you know, that, Chris Peterson talked about it again. I mean, a lot of fielded a lot of questions today about Jacob Eason and. And, and, you know, shaking off the rust and that kind of stuff. And he goes, yeah, first few days that we are going to split the turns evenly. Everyone's going to get a shot. So, yeah, even Dylan Morris got a ton of reps today. So that was good to see. Yeah, it just seemed to me like uh, Jake Hayner's out there, you know, and he's going to try to win the job. But Jay, uh, the way Jacob uh, Easton carries himself, he, he carries himself like a guy who's been there before. He looks really calm, cool, and collective. He threw some really nice balls out there, too. He did, and and he threw some poor passes. I mean, it, it, it was um, – I'd say it was a mixed bag for all the quarterbacks today. Jake Hayner's sure. first pass – was uh, pick six to Josh Calvert, the right. the new uh, linebacker who, you know, he's kind of the one young guy who flashed today. I thought that you know the of the new guys. I was going to say I think Colson Yankoff threw a pick six to Dustin yeah. Bush. Bush, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah. So there there were some you know again I don't we need to make sure that people understand the elements today weren't great. I mean it, they after weren't. It's been but, nice after it's been nice the last yeah. few days. Um, a little rain, a little wind, but that's the thing. The rain ain't going to bother these guys. No. It's the wind and mm-hmm. the swirling nature of it yeah. around Husky Stadium that, that really makes things yeah. tough for, the, and for I, the quarterback. And, I mean, I, I expect um, uh, Jacob Eason to have great moments and bad moments and all the quarterbacks to have that. There are a couple times where uh, Jake Eason's, uh, Jacob Eason's passes fluttered a little bit, and you don't expect that at all from him. A fluttering at all so was it when was he just he wasn't using his mechanics correctly i mean there there's a lot of stuff these guys have not thrown competitively here in a little while so you know and and let's be honest jacob easton hasn't thrown competitively in almost two years right so you know against you know i mean he's he's done it but not not against high level stuff and and in you know in a game situation. So um, he's going to have a little bit. And, and I, you know, he's so impressive physically when he steps on the field and you watch him do everything. But, um, you know, this is going to work in progress. I'll be shocked if they name him 
or anybody, the starter after spring ball. I think it's going to go into spring into fall camp a little bit. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily because they have a good idea of who the starter is going to be. Yeah, I think that's just the, goes back to Chris Peterson's yeah. competitive thing. Mm-hmm. Don't get, you know if there's no reason to give an advantage to the opposition and letting them know any earlier than they have to, he won't do it. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the first depth chart of the season coming out? It's going to say Jacob Eason or Jake Hayner. No, it's not. <laughs> or, or Colson Yankoff, or, or Jacob Sermon, or Dylan Morris. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Yankoff did some nice things out there, you know, and we've talked about this before, Scott. He was probably the furthest behind when it comes to the actual play of the quarterback because he's such a great athlete. He did some nice things out there today where I saw him do some things where I think he's really coming along with understanding yep. the game of football, mm-hmm. you know, and then other times, um, you know, he you know went back to not look a little clueless at times, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, but I think he's a quick learner but he seems to me when it comes to the mental aspect of the game he's come a long way oh absolutely has taken a leap um you can see he's much closer to where jacob sermon is than he was when the two showed up last spring and during fall camp i mean he's he's state whereas jacob sermon might have taken two steps forward colson yankoff has taken 10 and now they're almost even I would say, from it looked like a comfort level standpoint and everything like that. Yeah, uh, you know, they've got a lot of quarterbacks there. And, you know, even Dylan Morris, you know, anybody who thinks Dylan Morris doesn't have an arm, it didn't take much to watch him today. He's got an arm. Mm hmm. Absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough for him to come in. You know, uh, he's really behind when he, you talk about coming in this time of year with the other guys, but uh, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So uh, defensive side of the ball, um, Levi on of course, maybe the star of the defense out there. And I thought Keith Taylor did some really nice things too. Man, is he tall. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the defensive line again, that's another spot where Kaika Malloy, he really set it up today where a ton of guys got turns. I mean, you saw situations where all three of the, the true freshmen inside got a look. So that'd be Tuli, Latuli Gasanoa, Taki Taimani, and uh, also Messiah Nasili Liu. And then actually Jacob Bynum got some, some turns in there as well. So, um, you know, you saw all four of those guys get some turns, a bunch of them. Um, you saw Jason Scrempos get in there. We saw, you know, Benny Potoi for the first time. Pretty much exclusively playing inside at the three tech yeah. uh, with with guys like Levi and then also uh, John Clark was in there too. So again, a ton of guys getting turns along the defensive line. Um, you know, and again, when they're in their underwear, what you know, what yeah. do you say? You know, you just you got to get them on film, got to get the reps going. Um, people are going to want to know about Sama Palma, for instance. He was wearing number fifty out there. Um, you know, first day out, and he's only been on campus I think less than a week. So mm. um, didn't really do much. Did some work on the bike. Um, so same I think Zion, same yeah, Zion. with Zion, uh, Tupola, Fatui, but they're yeah. they're gonna um, they're gonna ease him in for sure. And Mickey Ayu was out on you know he didn't do much. He was out on the practice field. You know he's well he's still hurt, so you're not gonna see much from him. But one of the guys that I kept on looking for him, but I didn't see him flash. You know, but he will eventually. But Joe Tryon, I didn't notice Joe a lot today. Yeah, he, well he was with, he was the number one buck. Yeah, or, well, and, yeah. and Bowman were the were the guys that were the main rushers. Yeah, and um, I thought he looked. He just looks so impressive. You know, he didn't do much, but part of that was just kind of watching the way they ran practice. So yeah, it's it's, it's hard to say. Up. You know, don't get too caught up in it. Yeah. I, you know, we tell people every time this year, start a spring ball. Don't get caught up in, in who's doing what yet. You don't you know, know what they're working no, on. One no. thing I will say is that as far as the defensive line goes, they got some bodies. Yeah. I mean, they got some big boys up there now, so that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. And, of course, they're going to add to it. You know, we didn't talk to Jacob Bandis. Um, watched, watched him do some of the drills a little bit, and 
he was very, you could tell very much the true freshman thing. The, the light about was, it. Yeah, he was thinking about what was going on, how to do it. Um, they were running things probably about half speed for him. So, you know, once he gets into it and he has to start stop thinking about it, he'll be just fine. But for today, the, the, the thinking cap was definitely on for him. Yeah, you know, another guy, you know, uh, Ryan Bowman, you know, just we know we all know what Ryan can do. Um, he didn't do much out there today, but again, that's just the way they run a practice because yeah. we all know what Ryan can do. Yeah. One thing I will say is they did move um, the the walk on retro freshman uh, at a Fuan Ulofosio. They moved him from uh, inside linebacker to outside. So he was working with guys like Tryon and Ryan Bowman and Miles Rice. And uh, like I said, Zion would have been out there, but he wasn't really doing too much. So, um, you know, he's kind of been in their numbers. And then it's going to be interesting to see how they add, like, a Leatu Latu and, and Braylon Trice and, yeah. and some of those guys down the road. And when we're talking about linebackers, you know, the play, you know, the I don't know if you call it the play of the day, but the splash play with, uh, you know, the freshman Joshua Calvert yeah, uh, picking off, um, it was a Jake Hainer. Yeah, Jake Hainer. Yeah, yep. Picked him off and. It was, a, was it a pick six? It would have been. They went, blew, they he blew, went six. Yeah, he took it <laughs> he all the way. They, they blew it dead pretty quick. But, yeah, I mean, he was, he was gone. So. He's going to be a player. I'll tell you what, because all the new guys had their bright white jerseys on, whereas the older guys look kind of, I don't want to say times. grungy, They've but just, the yeah, yeah, they're faded. Well, speaking of that. But, well, but I mean, quick. Calvert was the only, just stood out because it was like, Bam, Star number 14, yeah. yeah. But, but speaking of that, and just to make a quick note of it, hopefully this won't get too lost, and I don't know if you put it in the practice report, but um, the helmets, they look like the actual game helmets. Yeah. They had their decals on. They had the Ws on the side. You never see that. First time I've ever yeah. seen that in a, in, a, in a practice. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, so um, they're warming up for the Adidas ones to come in July. They won't change the helmets. Helmets will not change. One thing I will say in terms of the, the linebackers and whatnot, it looked pretty consistent the way Bob Gregory brought out those inside guys. He started out with Brandon Wellington and Kyler Manu, who, you know, they said Kyler Manu is at 250 now. If he is, he, he's holding it really well. He didn't, he didn't look sloppy at all. He looked in good shape. And um, so those were guys. And then we talked about it, um, Scott, during practice, but it sure looks like Jackson Sermon and MJ Tafisi is a is a duo that they want to keep together and pair uh, for as long as they can because those guys it feels like a natural kind of Mike Will uh, scenario yep. mm-hmm. with, with Sermon at the mic and, and Tafisi at the will. Yeah, I, I I see it being that. Yeah, it's kind of like from uh, uh, the movie Miracle. They had the cone headline. I yeah. you know it, it's kind of the same thing. You know these guys. I think they're they're two freshmen. They come in together. They they play off of each other well, and I think they're going to just come. Com- Continue to have those guys together because of the way they work together. And one guy we noticed too was uh, Ariel Nada, who's worked inside now. Mm-hmm. So he was working a little bit with Calvert and some of these other guys too. So it's going to be interesting because one thing we know about Ariel Nada is he can run. And so he's going to be really good sideline to sideline. We saw him out in the flat a number of times uh, going after the, the, the tight ends or the running backs, what have you. So um, it was good watching him and seeing him get some work because obviously we've seen in Springs Pass where he hasn't been 100%. And so we kind of wondered where he's going to land. 
it looks right now like inside linebacker might be a destination for him. When you look at the secondary, there's just so many guys there, uh, and they're rotating so many guys in. But uh, I think you can pencil in Elijah Molden and Keith Taylor as the two that are going to get the most time. But uh, after those two, there's there's a lot of guys there, and Miles Bryant. Well, so you got Keith Taylor, Elijah Molden at the two corners. You got Miles Bryant over the slot. Then you have Brandon McKinney at safety, and you had uh, Isaiah Gilchrist, who uh, was more of the. I don't, I don't want. They don't really run a strong and free safety, but you know that that's kind of the way they ran it. Yeah, but they were throwing the three card Monty at us because yeah. they had Brandon McKinney as the old eleven and Alex Cook as the new eleven, who happened to both be wearing eleven by, today. By the way, um, Brandon McKinney is supposed to be number twenty three, right? But he was wearing and, eleven today, and so we we actually were getting ready to post on Twitter that. He wasn't there yeah. today. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second. I think there's two 11s. And then we, we saw it. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, McKinney looks good. He, I, that, I, I have no worries about him after watching him in the, in the Rose Bowl. You know, people were worried about some of the coverage breakdowns. That was his first real big game. And he, the guy's starting against Ohio State. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. That, let, let's just give him a little bit more time. I think this kid is going to be a big-time player for Washington over the next couple And I was going to say, too, the backup corners really looked like Dominic Hampton and, and Kyler Gordon. Oh, and then they had the Dominic three, Hampton is just a yeah. – oh, can't they wait had the, to see him. The three safeties because they had the yeah. true freshman, uh, Cameron Williams, who I yeah. thought had a nice day. And then um, – Kyler, Kyler was running some corner, too, yeah. today. But, yeah. Well, no, 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 I'm saying he was oh, the backup okay, corner, yeah. him and Dominique. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say Julius Irvin – and Cam Williams and then uh, Alex Cook were yeah. the, the guys that were also rotating back there at safety. So now all of a sudden, even though they've lost, it feels like a they've lot lost of half a dozen yeah. DBs this last class. It feels like it's not quite as bad as maybe initially thought. We've been around these guys quite a bit, you know, but it's the first day back at practice. And then you take a look at the defensive backs out there in the corners. And then you look at Keith Taylor and, man, he stands out. He's big. He is big and long. Is he bigger than Kevin King? He's bigger. He's not taller. I think Kevin King was taller. Kevin King Don't was about six. Remember we had the old pencil neck thing for Kevin for a couple of years. Well, yeah. Kevin has three extra inches of neck. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but, um, but but Taylor is definitely bigger. Long, yeah. long, long. A lot of people thought he was going to end up growing into a safety, and I think if he let his body grow into a safety, I could see it getting there. But what is he about two hundred five? Yeah, six two two oh five. Some yeah, can't, Kevin King was about six three two hundred one ninety five something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Keith, Keith is if if they're able to figure out a way to get Keith on one side and Dominic Hampton on the other side, Washington have the two biggest corners in the conference. And it's kind of funny we talked about this, Scott. You know, where you take a look at Elijah Molden and you think he's small. He's he, not. He's not. No, he's 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 shorter than the other guys. But he's, he's still he's, he's about a, he's about five yeah, eleven. But he size. is he is built like a like a safety. He he's is like, a big kid. He's he's thick. Yeah, I mean he's that fire hydrant I, kid. I said that about him when I saw him at the opening. Yeah, um, you know when he was a senior, and I remember saying to, or it was between his junior and senior year. And I remember asking Brandon Huffman, "Do you think he grows into a safety?" And Huffman says, "No, he's a corner." And I've just watched him, and he sure enough, he's a corner. But man, I. I thought safety body when I first saw him. Because he's not thin, Mm -mm. so he looks shorter than he actually is. But he's all of 5'11". Yeah, and he plays very aggressive. He was up in guys' faces today. And he's so smart. Yeah. He's he's just a really, really smart kid. Natural cover guy. Yeah. One thing I didn't notice is who played behind Miles Bryant. At the nickel. Um, so they rotated. Uh, I would have thought it was Elijah, but I don't. They they rotated Elijah over a little bit. They also had um, one of the 
Uh, I think Dustin Bush okay. uh, played a little bit. Who had an interception over the slot. Today. Yeah, he did. But he was playing more corner on that yeah. one. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of the, the rotation at this point. I think you'll see Cameron Williams play there a little bit. I think you'll see Kyler Gordon play there. I think you'll see Julius Irvin play there. I think you'll see a lot of different guys play over the slot this year. Yeah. Some of the guys not practicing today, Chris? Well, yeah, we said on offense it's the receivers, so it would be Aaron Fuller and uh, Quentin Pounds. And then defensively, like I said, Sama Palma was there. He was going through some of the drills, but he didn't really participate in any team stuff. Um, same with, obviously, Mickey Ayu, who's rehabbing his knee injury from last year. And Zion. Um, and even though but Mickey was running around a little bit, so it mm-hmm. wasn't like he was – he wasn't going full speed or anything, but at least he was getting some, mm-hmm. some stuff in. Uh, and then, obviously, DJ Beavers is out for spring, according to Chris mm-hmm. Peterson. Um, so, we, you know – Working did, with that as well. Did you notice he was kind of vague on that? Still, tr- I mean, what did he say? Still trying to figure his thing out? I, I don't know if that means physical or something, but from, I, I would assume it's physical. From what I have been told, that the thought was that he was going to retire yeah. um, because of the injury and everything like that. But he wants to give it another go. So what I think he needs to figure that out is I want to try and come back and play is what he's trying to do. But – we need to see if he has any setbacks. What well, it was an Achilles injury, right? Didn't he blow out his Achilles? Yeah, I'm pretty was... sure he blew out his Achilles, but I could be wrong. It could be a knee injury. I don't remember off the top of my head for 100. percent But um, you know, that's a tough injury to recover from. You know, I've had friends who aren't world class athletes, um, but friends who've blown out their Achilles, and it's taken two or three years before they were fully back. So. It's it's uh, not an easy thing to do. We talked about a few of the freshmen coming in. Josh Calvert, of course, had a pick today. He looked really good. Julius Bulo looks mammoth in size. Um, Osama Paama didn't do much. He was on the bike most of the day. Same with uh, Mickey Ayu. Any of those other young guys, you know, flash out at you, Scott? Mm-hmm. Arrived early? Well, Corey Luciano got reps at center that I saw. Um, I don't know what other interior positions that I saw him play along the line. Um, Bandis, Bandis, Bandis didn't, didn't do, do much, much in the team drills. He, right. he was running through regular. And, and then Dylan, obvi- Dylan Morris, obviously, you know, right. uh, got some reps and stuff. But his was all with the third group. Yeah, so um, honestly, up, Cameron up, Williams, up. actually, Cameron Williams, yeah. I thought, looked pretty good. He made a diving tip of a pass. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'd say that the two guys that stood out to me of the true freshmen were Cameron Williams and, and Josh Calvert. Yeah. I thought those were the guys. That, and, and maybe it's simply just because they got the most turns. I mean, it mm-hmm. just looked like they – we're kind of in the mix from the start a little bit more than the rest. Yeah, I had to take a second look because I see this number 16 running by me with a bald head, and I'm going, who's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then I should also mention, obviously, Dylan Cam Morris. Williams, by the way. Dylan Morris got a ton of time, and you're speaking of the other 16. Mm-hmm. So don't want to discount what Dylan did. Dylan obviously got the, the most turns of any of the true freshmen out there, but that's simply because they need to, they need to get his stuff on film so that they can teach him up and show them how they want to they perceive with him. Wednesday afternoon, uh, Wednesday morning, you wouldn't expect a lot of recruits to be here. Uh, there's going to be a big showing this weekend, and Scott can get into that more, but there were a few here today. Yeah, there are a few. There are a couple guys up from um, the south end. Um, Donovan Clark, who played at Sumner the last couple of years, but he'll, he'll do his senior year at Lincoln. Just real quick, tell people who he is, because I, I said, who's that? When he's, you told me he's a corner, I said, really? Yeah, 6'3", 200-pound corner. Um, looks good um, athletically, um, but there's a big concern with him. Is he a track guy or is he a football player? Uh, a lot of people say he's a football player running track. I've seen the positives and negatives with him, so what, whatever. He's a, he's a talented kid and very, and very good impressive at what he does. Yeah, very impressive. 
Uh, there was also Malcolm DeWalt. He's a corner safety prospect from um, down south. And then uh, Garen Hatchett, that's kind of the big name that was here, I'd say. Um, there was a couple other guys that I didn't recognize, so I'll have to see if I can find out who it was. But Garen Hatchett was the big one. He, he brought down his family and stuff, and they came down and uh, watched practice. He spent a lot of time over with the the – o-line drills and everything like that and watch him practice um you know i mentioned it on the board i i think he's he has not said it so publicly or even privately that he's close to committing he the way he talks publicly is that hey i want to go through this a little bit more and make my decision before my senior season but i just get the feeling he's going to pop here before the end of the month that's so just my you're question ready to throw a crystal ball out there. Say, oh where's yeah the crystal ball yeah, Scott? it's coming it's well, coming maybe i'll beat you to it yeah you're going to do one <laughs> maybe i'll maybe i'll biggins you yeah that's fine <laughs> As Huffman likes to call it, yeah. Biggins. You're going to get Biggins. You're going to yeah. get Kim. Well, he, Kim's not going to get off the spot today. I mean, he's the one media guy out here today that had an umbrella with him. Yeah. That's just comical. And you had a hood and everything, Kim. Come on. There was other. I had a small umbrella. There was guys out there with their golf umbrellas. I had to move. Well, if you're going to go, go big, right? I'm like, dude, you're from here. Okay, yeah. you guys can do that all you want. When it's 90 degrees and you guys are dying because it's hot, I'll be going, what? I'll have an umbrella. I'll, I'll, I'll have an umbrella. Yeah, you give me 102 over 52 any day. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. There you go. There you go. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. You know all. what? Even when I was in shape, in much better shape than I'm in now, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, God, there is no. a little thing called a hat. But what was hu- I, to, to be honest with you, it's fine to have the umbrella. I don't have a problem with it. What was humorous about it was that you were you had the umbrella up while you already had your hood on. Well, the hood was to keep my ears warm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you've little, answered the question. Lean, mean, one hundred sixty pounds. There's you, not you've a, answered the question. There's, there's, I don't have that insulated layer like you too <laughs> for your ears. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. Anyway. For my ears. Go ahead. Let's move on. For People don't want to hear about this stuff. Uh, final thoughts, Scott Eklund? Um, thought it was a good day for the Huskies to start spring ball. You know, um, I I uh, was really impressed with some of the younger guys, the way they've done their body, you know, reshape their bodies and things like that. I'll have an article about that out tomorrow morning. I don't think I'm going to do it today. I think it'll be out tomorrow morning. Along talk with Junior Adams. Really really fun to talk to him for the first time really on on uh, on the record and and get his thoughts and he said um one thing and and this will be probably in the title was they want to be in attack mode all the time and that isn't just running their routes that isn't just catching the ball that's also blocking and that's also attacking every day that they're out on that field and they're in the weight room and he just expects his guys to attack he goes i'm a receiver i know what it it means to be a receiver in at the collegiate level. And so um, looking forward to putting that out. That'll be out tomorrow morning too, but um, overall good practice. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it was any more or less than I expected. I just, you know, um, I'm looking forward to just the next, what, uh, well, we, we get to we what get we get more. nine more. Yeah. Nine more and uh, wrap it up with a spring preview. So uh, it, it'll be fun to see the progress the team makes from today through that. Final thoughts, Chris Fetters. Yeah, I just uh, kind of jumping a little bit on what Scott just said. Talking to Chris Peterson, um, I asked him specifically, you know, when you lose a Jake Browning, when you lose a Miles Gaskin or a Caleb McGarry, these four-year starters, um, do you ever kind of do the double take on the first day of spring without them? Or is it so business as usual and so important to get off to a good start for this spring that you just don't even really mm-hmm. allow yourself to think about it? 
And he just said, yeah, he goes, that's the kind of the beauty and the curse of college football. You know, guys are always moving on and you miss them. And, but it, they've missed them for the last three or four months now. You know, and they, they've missed them because they weren't there for winter and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So they've kind of gotten over that part of it. Um, I will say it was a day for the defense, in my opinion. And obviously that, that's always the way it is. Um, but I will kind of echo Chris Peterson's thoughts. I think the best part about it is it felt very much business as usual. Didn't feel uh, weird at all in terms of trying to fit in new guys or like, you know, Junior Adams, for instance. Didn't look out of place at all. Looked very comfortable doing his thing. Um, even the young guys, whether it was a Cameron Williams or a Josh Calvert or some of these other guys on the offensive side of the ball, looked very comfortable. I mean, yeah, they're still learning. They still got the thinking cap on. But once that comes off, maybe next week, for instance, you get to see him fly around a little bit, and that'll be a lot of fun. So, again, just kind of business as usual. And weather wasn't great, but that's just kind of part of it, and, and we move on from there. It's um, We're a little spoiled because we've been around Chris Peterson practices for a while, but if uh, you go to other teams' practices and you talk to some of them, it's really kind of amazing how little wasted time and effort there is in these practices and how much they get done. It's almost like it's a competition with these guys to see how low they can go in wasted time out there because you're running from one stop to the other stop, and it's like, you know, hey, they're rolling the ball on the floor for the offensive linemen before they even get to the station for them to do their fumble recovery drill. It's like... They're running from station to station, and that drill starts. They don't, there's no standing around. It starts the minute they are there. It's just continuous motion out there. So um, it's just such an efficient practice, and, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how well they can do it. It's, uh, like I said, day one. You know, they're just getting their feet wet. It's good to see the, the guys out there. Um, JoJo McIntosh was out at practice today. Um, I know that there's going to be some other guys probably out to practice on Friday as well. A lot of the guys are hanging back from uh, pro day. But uh, overall, good day. Chris Peterson seemed in a good mood today. It was uh, okay to talk. Uh, he wasn't trying to, I mean, he was probably more open today. A couple days, a couple more practices in, he'll probably cut it back a little bit, but uh, had a t- uh, chance to talk to Jacob Eason, and he may not have had many reps at playing quarterback, but when it comes to doing the interviews, he's still pretty good. Rest, no rust on the interviews. So um, glad to have day number one in the books. We'll be back again on Friday. Practices out here, in case you didn't know, start about 8.30. They get over about 10.30, 10.45. Uh, practices closed on Saturday, and we can talk later, you know, probably Friday. Uh, a lot of recruits expected in over the weekend. Just a reminder, if you're wanting those daily updates in your inbox, as well as alerts from any breaking news, huskystadium at gmail.com. We'll make sure and get those out to you. Again, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter. We will get you all taken care of. So for all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenolds with Chris Fetter, Scott Eklund. Go dogs.